What's going on everybody? Jordan Caldwell here and I am presenting to you the Halfback Dive Podcast presented by the OKS Productions. All fantasy football, all just football in general all the time. Every Tuesday uh, I'll be posting a new episode talking about the previous week of NFL. So uh, tune in, give me a listen and thank you. What is up, guys? It's Wes Hager, uh, one of your hosts for the OKS Podcast. Be sure to check us out every Thursday on whatever platform you get your podcast: Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Thank you, guys. Hey, how's it going, guys? We're back with another episode of uh, Fitch and Time with Logan. Uh, before we get into anything today, just wanted to say to follow me on my social medias, uh, my personal accounts, uh, and you can find this podcast on Apple, uh, Spotify, wherever you find uh, any other podcasts. Uh, on my show today is a really good friend of mine. I'm really excited about this one, uh, Haley Hinkis. Uh, how are you? How are you doing, Haley? Great. I'm great. I'm happy to be here. I'm, I was really excited that you asked and a little nervous because I'm awkward on, on you know, Zoom, but we're going to make it work. It's okay. I am too. You know, I'm five <laughs> yeah. episodes in and I'm still nervous and, and awkward, yeah. and, but it's okay. We'll get through it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be yeah. great because we're embracing the awkward, like right. pretending like we aren't isn't worth it. We just have to name it. Yeah. So, uh, for those who don't know, uh, if you're wondering who, who this is, uh, you may know her as Haley Huderick. <laughs> no, <laughs> we were just talking about my, my maiden name was always butchered in school. Like students would call me Puderek or, or Miss P. And then I go from Puderek to Hinkies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Hinkies. It's, it's Hank S. Thank Hank you. S. Hank S. Everyone will learn. Yeah, I think of uh, Minkus from... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Women's World, is that what it was? Yeah, like the little kid with glasses. Yes, that's what I think of. Oh, that is too funny. That's going to be something I tell people if they're confused. Yeah, just think of Minkus. You remember Minkus from... Good old Minkus. World? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like him as well, awkward and, you know, also adorable, but, but mostly <laughs> awkward. <laughs> so it works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so if you just want to... Tell us a little bit about yourself, um, sure. wherever you want to start. Yeah, sure. I, th- I think first though, I want to shout out like your first episode that you posted with Allison. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. I was just like, I think I was cleaning up my kitchen, but it made it fun. And yeah. I learned a lot about her and I just, I don't know. I thought y'all did a really great job. Um, I kind of wish I was as inspirational and beautiful and, and perfect as she is, but we're going to roll with it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, before I got to Ana's, um, I'm like trying to think back to my life. Like, let me feel nostalgic for a moment. What have you done? What have I, where have I been? Um, so I'm originally from West Virginia. Uh, grew up in a little town called Princeton and only wanted to leave like literally my whole life. Um, and then I did leave and I went to school in Charlotte, North Carolina for a couple years and that did not work out. I mean, I did, I did like Charlotte and I met some cool people, but, um, I transferred to Marshall and in 2014 I graduated with my bachelor's in psychology. So I will act like a psychologist tonight and I will analyze you. Um, but it's fine. And then I decided I wanted to teach because I went to Tanzania for a summer, well, like five weeks. Um, and I just really loved being in a classroom with kids and 
seeing their joy and their hope. Um, and so they inspired me and I came home and totally changed what I was going to do with my life. So did you teach English there? Or? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. But it was like for kids that were like anywhere between the ages of three and six or seven. And it was okay. a totally wow. mixed classroom. So you had like the little three-year-olds literally sitting on their siblings laps. Mm -hmm. um, and so obviously, and then I was, um, they called me, okay, I'll try to pronounce this Swahili. Let's go. Okay. Mzungu. 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 They have like the coolest words where they have M's and N's at the beginning of words. So like hmm. they make that sound like Ndobi or like Ngoro Ngoro was a place we went and it has like, so anyway, we were Mzungu. We'd walk down the street and they'd like point at us because mm -hmm. uh, we were just like white people and yeah. they thought we were either like crazy or crazy rich or maybe um cursed or maybe all three or maybe uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so that inspired me to want to be a teacher wow. see i actually didn't know that i didn't know yeah. what uh why you decided to take the that path that you did oh yeah no i like never wanted to be a teacher in my whole life and then i went to tanzania and really loved it and so i came home and we were sitting at um IHOP, my mom and my cousin and I, and she was like, how was it? And I was like, it changed my life. Like I want to be a teacher and inspire children. And she was like, oh God, why? <laughs> Cause she was in education and it's mm -hmm. like, it's, it's like undervalued and maybe like under appreciated in some circles and yeah. uh so she didn't really want that for me she like wanted me to be like a neuropsychologist or whatever you know <laughs> yeah just yeah different title what yeah, is it really but, i mean yeah <laughs> honestly it's the same i'm like psychoanalyzing kids every day now it's fine yeah, it's true <laughs> yeah. yeah so that's kind of that whole thing and then um gotten to teach for america where i met your brother-in-law and that's when we moved to Inez and mm -hmm. everything just went downhill from there. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> like it. Um, so t you guys went to uh, Mississippi for a summer to get ready for that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you want to, if you want to get into that for a little bit, talk about your first experience in the classroom, I guess is what it yeah. would be. Yeah. Especially like um, a, a classroom in the United States versus yeah, um, yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. So that was really different. Um, super intimidating because we were teaching summer school and we were only teaching like 30 minutes a day is what it broke. It, like that's what it turned out to be. Oh. Um, and so we were teaching summer school to kids who ultimately either needed the enrichment, like their parents opted in for enrichment purposes, or it was, I believe, I hope I don't get flack for this, but I, I believe it was um, like remedial. So like if they had failed English, mm -hmm. they could take the summer school program and then yeah. they could continue on the next year. Okay. Um, we had awesome kids. Colby and I actually taught in the same classroom. So he had our, like we shared students and mm -hmm. he would teach him math and then I would come in and try to like read with them or whatever. Okay. So um, why, uh, why was it only 30 minutes? Why did it only break down to 30 minutes? You know, I think because that was how teach for America was training. It's 
teachers kind of getting you in uh, slowly and okay. Yeah. Yeah. It might've been more like 45 to be honest. Um, and then there were four teachers in a classroom. Mm -hmm. Um, and so there was another English teacher and then there was another math teacher. And so they're essentially getting like an hour and a half each day of those main subjects. Um, and I, I believe that was all they were there for. I don't think there were any like science or history. It was just kind of like the math English route. Um, mm -hmm. and so, yeah, Colby and I shared students, which was great because as is the case with kids, some react better to, Mm -hmm certain people and certain mm-hmm. teachers and we bounced ideas off of each other and like literally didn't know what we were doing together. And we ah. would just like walk out of the classroom like zombies. So but you know, uh, then placing you together, they knew that they knew that you're new. You've never been, well, probably never been in a classroom before. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that's good that they, um, you know, gave you, uh, gave you a, like a life vest, I guess, if you want to call it. Uh, so you could work with each other mm-hmm. instead of yeah. being on your own. Definitely. Yeah. So that's really cool. Uh, and then, yeah, yeah. Good. You, you sounded like you I were was just, be. yeah. And they, but they also gave us a really awesome, um, like mentor, I guess, but it was a mentor okay. from the school. So a mentor who was like living in that community, invested in that community and only wanted these students to be successful. Yeah. And then also knew that we were trying to invest in other kids lives elsewhere and wanted us to be prepared for that. Um, and so our mentor was really great. Don't ask me her name, but she was okay. wonderful. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, and then the the end of the summer, and did you come straight to Inez from uh, Mississippi, or did were you able to go home? Yeah, you came straight here. Oh my gosh, I can't remember. No, I do. Okay, I went home for my cousin's wedding, and then we packed up. No, wait, we went to the wedding, and then we went back to I went back to Mississippi, and then a couple weeks later, drove back to West Virginia packed up a u-haul but my parents had already secured a townhouse mm-hmm. in inez for me and then my friend aaron also we lived in that townhouse and so we came back moved in and started school a couple weeks later i think i think wow. i don't really know the timeline it might have been a month it's probably all just a blur at this point it is you know, it is everything a blur. Just <laughs> yeah a, a happy blur but yeah, very blurry yes uh, so now, now you're in Inez and let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, for, you know, I guess we can talk about first, uh, experiences, uh, initial, uh, you know. Oh, I've got some stories. Okay. Please share let's all the stories see. you want. Inez is one of my favorite places in the world, first of all. And when I drove into Inez, just to be like completely transparent, I did not think that would be the case. I was really scared when I drove through some parts of the county because even though I've lived in Appalachia my whole life I was like in a very like middle class bubble I think and like mm-hmm. not really super exposed to poverty if that makes sense yeah um and parts of Martin County are like um noticeably impoverished yeah and I love the county and it doesn't mean anything negative or whatever it's just it is what it is when you drive into a place you've never been um you tend to judge things a little more Mm -hmm. when you don't really know the full story. And so I remember driving in with my best friend from home. Her name's Megan. Um, And she said, you're not allowed to go there and you're not allowed to go there (laughs) and you're not allowed to go to that abandoned pawn shop and you're not allowed (laughs) to go here. And like, she was like jokingly telling me all the places I wasn't allowed to go alone at night. 
Um, and, yeah. but that being said, like quickly, I learned like people who lived in those areas and it became so much less about what it looked like and more mm -hmm. about um, the people there. Yeah. And so I love Inez and I still, when I drive in that same way from West Virginia, mm -hmm. I just, it just like literally makes me so happy. Um, so no longer is it the judgmental view. It's like home. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have, a few years settled here so yeah um, you were just here recently you were out, like a few weeks yeah ago. yeah I came yeah. and I sat with your mom on your front porch <laughs> yeah I was you know I was gone that weekend we we're hoping to record that weekend but yeah. I know yeah I missed you for sure and yeah. missed Allison but uh, yeah I love coming in even if it's a quick visit um, and so yeah I think what else you asked me just about moving, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, you've moved, you're, you're seeing Inez for the first time. Uh, mm -hmm. And now it's time to get into the classroom. Ugh. So let's. <laughs> that was wild. That. <laughs> Man. And we like, I don't know how, how much to say on here. I, I will say, cause I don't think it would hurt anyone's feelings. I think coming from teach for America, I think that is very controversial in the education world. Um, because of the nature of the beast, it's like it gets people, I'll call myself a kid, it gets kids straight out of the college classroom. Uh, we weren't trained in education, most of us. Um, we were in different fields, which I personally think is a benefit, um, mm. even though it was really, really challenging. Um, I think I think there are benefits to that. But I think when you are six new teachers from all over the country coming into a rather small high school, I think that the teachers there were weary of us. Some, yeah. I would say, disliked us mm -hmm. on the, like, right from the get-go. Um, they didn't know us, of course, and I, I would argue that that hopefully changed. Like, I definitely consider the people I worked with my friends and colleagues, um, mm -hmm. but I don't that think... All, that all has to go back with what you saw coming in, you know, like mm -hmm. you were saying. It's, it's the same thing. For sure. For sure. It's like that general fear of the unknown or distrust of mm -hmm. what you don't know and what you're not familiar with. So even though we knew that those perceptions were there, um, battling against that was so important because I didn't want to just be another in and out. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I really wanted to invest in the community. Um, and so I really tried hard to just show people why I was there and how much I really cared and I wanted to be, you know, their friend and colleague. So, yeah. And, uh, with that, like you, you got plugged in really quick, uh, with different things, church, uh, groups, coaching, right. Uh, what all did you coach? Yep. Everything. <laughs> yeah. That first year, I mean, I was volunteering for the girls soccer team, which I loved that so much. And I played soccer growing up. So that was awesome. Um, I was the assistant coach for the softball team, tennis team, team, tennis yeah. group, whatever. Yeah. I don't, I never played tennis. My best friend, Lauren, like basically made me do it. So, yeah, yeah. uh, I don't know anything about tennis still. Um, and then I like started the club, the CCSC. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, sure. you know, I don't, I, I don't know how far along you were in the process when you invited me, but mm -hmm. I feel like, uh, so if you want to kind of just start at the very beginning with that and talk about like what you did. Yeah. Um, it was a long process. I think 
Do you hear my dog snoring, by the way? I heard some paw prints some or some footprints. Yeah, so is she, he walking to go to bed now? Or she, sorry. She, yeah, little Bonnie is um, snoring and sleeping on the fireplace <laughs> like tile because it's so cold and she's so big and fat mm-hmm. and hot. Yeah. And so she's just literally snoozing. So yeah, I was, that's... <laughs> Yeah, that's why our dogs sleep under the porch because I guess it's like nice and cool under there with the dirt. Yeah, yes, they lo- dogs just love that. But anyway, if you can hear her snoring, she's an angel straight from heaven. You'll have to <laughs> excuse her. Um, but yeah, so the CCSC, the Cross Cultural Service Club, was kind of like my Inez baby, um, mm-hmm. and I knew from the get go that. Well, I didn't. Okay, so it's kind of multifaceted, but. I would have conversations with students and one of my favorite, favorite things is traveling and learning about other cultures. And, um, I just think that that's so critical. And I knew early on that a lot of students hadn't had maybe opportunities to travel or, uh, hadn't even thought that that was a possibility. And they would ask me about my trips and they would ask me like, oh, well, how did you get plugged into that? And I saw that there was a desire to travel and to learn about those different cultures. And so then I was sitting, I would like sit in my bedroom at night and I would just lay there and I would think, but how do you, A, instill a love of local community in students and a love of service and also say, but by the way, there's like this whole global community that needs your help and needs your skills and mm-hmm. needs your love. And so I um, like really struggled with that, I think, because I knew that I didn't want money to be an issue. I wanted it to be something where we fundraised all of it. And so kids didn't have to worry about, they had to work hard for it, but they didn't have to worry about like, oh, well, my family can't afford that. Like I'd never be able to go to South America. And I, and so anyway, I, talked with one teacher and she was kind of uninterested in tag teaming that with me. And she was a local teacher, um, which I totally understand. Like that's a huge commitment. Um, and then I reached out to a couple of TFA teachers. So Kristen and Taylor kind of came alongside me and they were my soundboard and they were so there's my husband. Um, (laughs) sorry. It's like, what's that movie up with the squirrel squirrel? (laughs) Okay. That was my husband, not a squirrel. Um, and they came alongside me and they really helped. We each had our strengths. Um, but what we were missing, I thought was a really strong male role model for my boys that were on the trip. And so I started thinking of you and I knew you from church. And of course, because Corey was my BFF, your sister, for people who don't know, yes, that's, that's his sister, Corey, my BFF. And um, so, yeah, I just thought of you and I knew that you had graduated from Sheldon Clark. And um, I knew that you actually had already met some of the guys that were going on the trip. And I just thought you'd be an excellent um, support for them and a mentor. And so that's kind of how you got involved. I I needed a male (laughs) figure on the trip, like some muscle, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know slap them around a little if they stepped out of line. Um, And so, yeah, that's how you got involved. And then from there, everything started going really quickly. I mean, we did fundraise for two years, Mm -hmm. as you remember. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we ended up raising close to 40,000 when it was all said and done, which is insane to think about how I drove through that first day and just thought like, this is the poorest community I've ever been in. But, but like literally to support 
their students and their people, people gave money that they maybe shouldn't have or didn't mm -hmm. have um, yeah. to support students who were going to advocate and like go across, literally cross a continent, a continent and a half and say like, we're from Martin County. Like yeah. we are, we are proudly from Martin County, Kentucky. And I just, I think that definitely um, increased the love I had for and have for Inez because like we did these stupid flamingos. I still listen. So when here's a flashback, when I was in middle school, my church went to Reynosa, Mexico, and we did like a one week Bible study, but to raise money, we put flamingos in people's yards. Yeah. And so I was like, yo, let's get some red flamingos and put them in people's yards. And everyone thought I was crazy. Like Donna Horn was like, this is never going to work. I'll do what you say, but whatever, you're insane. And so she starts taking these little birds around and people start dressing <laughs> them up. They like, loved them. They, lo they were like little mascots. Yeah. And we raised like $7,000, I think, from that one fundraiser. When, you know, I've been sitting in some board meetings for the community center and uh -huh. thinking of fundraising. And that's the first thing that came to my mind was the <laughs> woman. Was, and I was like, should I, should I suggest it? I haven't yet, but you know, I mean, there's always bring the, them back. Yeah. As, as much as people loved them, I really should. Like they, like, I don't remember. There were like all these funny puns going around mm -hmm. and like, and they, but it was advertising for their businesses, which yeah, is so yeah, smart. Yeah. Like, I just, and then, and then, um, what news group came and like interviewed us about the stupid flamingos. Cause they got wind of these birds flapping around in Martin County and they yeah. were like, what is I this? Can't, I can't remember. <laughs> I guess probably WYMT. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I think so. Yeah. Um, and they came and did a fun story, but I, I remember me like throwing that idea out there to, I don't think it was the whole group. I think it was like Allison and Hunter and all them. And uh, I said, yeah, like, let's get some flamingos. We're going to put them in people's yards and, <laughs> and they have to pay us to come remove them. Yeah. And they were like, you're insane. <laughs> like that's, we, we might as well just stand on the street with a bucket. Like that is never going to work. <laughs> and then it did. What up? We got, went to Peru. Like, I don't know. Thanks to the flamingos. Um, thanks to those freaking and then Donna Horn got me. I, I treasure it. It's a flamingo Christmas ornament. Really? Oh, that's so funny. She's like, I saw this flamingo and thought of you. And then oh. I have um, Hannah, one of the girls on the trip, gave me a flamingo. I think as I was leaving, Inez is kind of like a going. Mm -hmm. It was either like a birthday present or just a present because she loved me or something. Um, but it sits now next to my desk at my new school. Okay. Um, so the flamingo is still flocking. It's Always. still going. It's never Always. Dying. No, it's no, it cannot. <laughs> it's impossible. Um, yeah. And then we went to Peru. It was wild. It was. It was uh, <laughs> actually uh, on my last episode. Uh, uh -huh. It was about traveling. We talked about traveling a lot. Uh, oh yeah. I guess it was a really avid traveler, and uh, we talked about his, and then we talked about Peru and. Uh, I told him that the next, you know, the next episode uh, would be the, the person who invited me on the trip to Peru. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really cool. Um, what, wait, hold on. I'm going to interview you. What was like, I would say, what was the funniest memory from Peru for you? And what was like the most profound? 
the, you're okay, welcome. no, the, the funniest, <laughs> the funniest uh, memory for me in Peru, uh, you know, I knew zero Spanish. Right. And uh, I think it was the first, Nada. the first day that we were in that community mm-hmm. that we served in and the little boy was trying to talk to me <laughs> and like, I think Allison knew what he was saying and maybe Autumn or someone, I don't know. And they were all just laughing, not helping me out because right. they knew they they knew I didn't know what he was saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. You were like, hola. <laughs> yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like he, trying he, to he, converse. He and then he knew he was aware that I did not know any Spanish and he thought it was just as funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure like he called you a, like a gringo loco crazy white white man probably yeah i can imagine at me with with all his friends and everything yeah and if i just butchered that we're yeah i might have butchered that too but i know that gringo is like white man like yeah and it's like kind of an insult like gringas yeah girl but i can imagine they called us that rightfully several times um but they were yeah we were in what was the do you remember the community it was called um Oh, I should know this. Anyway, I'll think of it like later in the show and just blurt it out. Probably. Yeah, that's okay. I, Cause I can't think of it either. Uh, Beautiful though. Wait. Okay. So we, you know, we stayed in. Portada del Sol. Let's go. See, I would have never. Uh, it was Portal of the Sun. <laughs> so we stayed in. Mira Flores. Mira Flores. Yeah. Yes. Mira okay. Flores. So when I was getting my haircut the other day, she keeps it on the news and we were just watching and the, they were interviewing this couple who went to Peru uh, right as the pandemic was starting and had no idea what was going on. And like, they just told them to stay locked down in their hotel and everything. And they were showing like clips and it was, uh, this, this clip that they showed was a Instagram story with the location and it was, uh, Mita Mita Flores. Flores. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I was like, wow, that's, that's where we were. I'm pretty sure. And we beat the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. That um, would be crazy though, to be stuck there. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Mm. But, uh, but anyway, uh, that was the, that was probably the funniest thing. One of the funniest things that happened. <laughs> and then what was the second question the profound like what was the most profound life changing yeah um i don't i don't know um when w- wait i know when hunter did donald trump impressions yeah and then when he death dropped on <laughs> machu picchu machu picchu <laughs> yes um no probably when we started the construction on i guess you can call it construction on the uh, mm-hmm. community center yeah and that's kind of where i uh step up and took the lead and mm-hmm. uh, because yeah, i knew did. like uh i knew i wasn't much of a teacher because uh you know i couldn't couldn't communicate with them that well um, mm-hmm. so I was like, you know, I'll just, I'll just do this. This will be my thing. This is how, this is how I'll serve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for and, sure. And, uh, then they, I guess on, I don't want to say honored me. I don't want to sound. They did. No, I was about to say you got to break it. Over yeah. And I guess that's like a really big deal to Kristen community mm-hmm. buildings. I, I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, but they, you know, they did ask me to do that and that was really cool. It was really, uh, humbling, I guess. <laughs> Didn't the, uh, didn't the, like, didn't you not hit it hard enough at first though? Yes. I like, cause I didn't, I, you know, I didn't wait, know. tell I just, them what it was. Tell them what you did. Oh, uh, I like, 
they they put uh wait what do you mean like like tell them what you broke oh so yeah yeah yeah. uh they had what was it it was like it was champagne champagne. Mm -hmm. yeah uh and then they put it in a bag you know so it wouldn't break and spill everywhere which is smart and uh they asked me to hit it over the door Mm -hmm. uh, to christen the the new building yeah and uh i was afraid to hit it too hard and so (laughs) i just like dink and nothing happened did it break i thought well okay (laughs) and then finally you know it broke but and they started yelling and cheering and it was yeah. really sweet yeah, yeah it was really cool I, I still i should still have it on video somewhere someone record one of you recorded it oh um, i definitely so. have that yeah but that was really cool uh i was really excited to get back and be able to tell that story and stuff so uh, that's probably i guess the most uh meaningful part of the the trip for me for sure yeah um such a good trip oh wow i mean that mm-hmm. was just like I've been really lucky to travel a lot, um, like super lucky. And uh, that to me was, I tell my husband all the time, I tell Nick, like our honeymoon was great because I got to travel with you, but, but the most impactful and just like beautiful trip was seeing those um, students experience like Machu Picchu or seeing them experience um, a completely different, culture and it was you know scary sometimes and they just handled it with such grace and with such maturity and I just was blown away and so I'll never ever forget that yeah we had such a we had such a great group of kids Um, oh yeah couldn't have asked for better kids (laughs) out of the country you know right oh yeah we could tell like so many funny stories but at the end of the day they were excellent yes Yeah. yeah 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 so um that, when we were in Peru, you know, that you had already, I guess, resigned or did you have to wait? I don't know how that works. Yeah. But, yeah. I already knew I wasn't coming back. Yeah. So if you I had wanna, already moved. Yeah. If you want to go ahead and get into post your, your <laughs> post Inez time. Sure. Um, so the trip to Mexico when I was in middle school that I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. it's similar to the trip to Tanzania in that when I went to Mexico, I knew I wanted to join the Peace Corps. Uh, mm-hmm. When I came back from that trip in middle school, I was obsessed with international aid and like geopolitical happenings. And I would read books on like genocide and I would read books on, um, I guess just like worlds that were vastly different than like my middle-class white bubble in Appalachia. And I would um, crave a day when I would be able to be a Peace Corps volunteer. Like I just could never get that out of my head. And third year was coming to a close. And before, sorry, before you get into your story, will you see, I personally, I don't know exactly what the Peace Corps is. If you could uh, explain like for me really to get a better. Yeah. So yeah. So Peace Corps and Teach for America are in a branch, I guess we'd call it, I don't know, of the government and it's called AmeriCorps. So AmeriCorps is like the big umbrella and Teach for America is one of the branches and you serve in the United States. And then Peace Corps is like the international component to that. Um, So they send Americans all over the world and they have since 
JFK was in mm -hmm. office, he established the Peace Corps. Um, and he basically said, we have these branches of the military devoted to protecting um, American ideals or whatever, mm -hmm. but we don't really have a group that goes in the name of America to establish peace. Okay. And so the Peace Corps was established. And so, mm -hmm. um, and there are a lot of like, don't even get me started with some of the um, colonization and some of like the kind of white savior complexes that exist mm -hmm. in Peace Corps um, because there are just like a lot of white people who go into communities of color and sometimes those communities don't really want them and they just yeah. kind of Im impose their beliefs on them. Um, but again, that's a different podcast for a different time. <laughs> and Peace Corps is overwhelmingly, I think the intention is to help. I think yeah. it's to serve people. Um, and so, yeah, uh, they send literally send people all over the world. And for a while I wanted to maybe go back to Tanzania. And then I just said, no, you know what? Like when I applied for teach for America, I said I'd go anywhere. And that was the best decision I ever made. So I think I'm going to apply mm -hmm. to Peace Corps as willing to go wherever. Mm -hmm. And the first country that they assigned me to was Nicaragua. And then there was civil unrest. Um, in my third year in Inez, there was civil unrest in Nicaragua where they basically said, we have to remove the program for a while because um, there's just like a lot of political instability right now and mm -hmm. it's unsafe. And so then I got reassigned to the Dominican Republic and uh, was really, really excited about that. Um, I do not speak the greatest Spanish. Um, I can understand more than I can speak, um, but still like to live somewhere where Spanish is the, obviously the primary language was really intimidating. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I left Inez with a lot of uncertainty and a lot of grief because I was losing something that was so like, I was voluntarily losing in, in a way a place that meant so much to me. Um, but I also just for some reason felt like I had to go. Yeah didn't realize it was probably to meet my husband but at the time <laughs> at the time it felt like I had to leave for Peace Corps yeah but that's like the segue yes into the uh, love story of a decade yes. or a century or whatever yes <laughs> it's the best story I can't wait oh my god I'm gonna get emotional um Logan loves this story y'all for I some do. reason I don't know if you love but hold on wait I have to tell you my favorite wait I do have a favorite Inez story that I didn't okay. tell you. Yeah, let's hear it. And it's, have you heard the story about Clay? Probably, yeah. <laughs> so Colby was like taking us around the county. We were meeting everyone and we were like driving around or whatever. And we go back to his house and his mother, I hope Lisa listens to this because Lisa, I, I love she, I, you. I say she will. Oh, I love Lisa so much. I mean, I love your mom too. Like they're my, they're my like Inez mamas, but Lisa is like regal and beautiful and perfect and she like floats. I don't know how to describe it to people who don't know her. Like she floats and she's like, Oh, hello. And she's like a queen. And so she's like telling us about our house. Like this is our pool and this is our home. And then we see this truck go flying down <laughs> through the yard <laughs> into the bottom part of their yard. And there's like a garden mm -hmm. and she's like, and there's my brother. <laughs> and like, so then the truck comes back up the hill 
and out comes Clay Crum. And when I say he is a walking Appalachian stereotype, and I mean that in like a genuine and kind way, and I've told him this, this is not me talking trash. Like he popped out of that truck in overalls with no <laughs> shirt, with maybe flip flops, a beer in his hand. And he said, how the hell are y'all doing? <laughs> I'm Clay Crum. And I was like, where am I? Like, I don't even know. I think I'm on a different planet. And Lisa's just standing there like frozen, like, because like we, we just moved here. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like slightly embarrassed, but also, you know, it is what it is. There no no reason. I think it was more like the abrupt nature. Yes. Not that she was embarrassed by him, but just like, she was just like, and this is our beautiful county, and this is what you're getting into. And then, like, there, 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 I could just like hear the banjo, na, 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 na. and uh, I love Clay. Clay is like another one of my favorites. I saw him and Lauren and Jackie um, when I came up a couple weekends ago, and I love them so much. Um, but I did tell him that he was like one of my first impressions, um, and it's something I think about like pretty often, actually. <laughs> It just just resonates with you. Just yeah, you just think about it when you're feeling yeah. down. You just you just picture the truck just coming down the yeah. Hill. Oh my god! And then like him, just like with the beer can, <laughs> I just I like cried laughing. Like, but you, but also I was new and I didn't want him to think I'm like making fun of him. So there's yeah. also this like level you don't of know I really can't how to act. I can't be myself because I don't want you to think that I'm like making fun of you because right, you don't know yeah, me. Yeah. Um, but just like truly, truly the, the best intro you could have ever hoped for. Yes. Um, but anyway, you know, deep down he knew, he knew that he would be making an interest. I feel like, I think he did it on purpose. I think so. Like, I think I could just see clay wanting to give us hell a little bit. Yeah. Like, like he gets you ready word, for this. <laughs> yeah. Like he gets word that the new teachers are at his sister's house. Yeah. Said, you know, what I'm going to do. I know. Well, and then he got Nick, when we took Nick up there, he got Nick drunk. Um, oh really <laughs> oh yeah like I didn't know we that. were we were at lisa and elmer's i'm just dropping names like no one's business maybe okay. i should use aliases um but we were at lisa's house and we were visiting and i'm like where is nick and i go in there and i think it was him and clay and maybe elmer showing him all the kentucky bourbon Yes. And when I say show, I mean like yes. showing. They Here. said it was like the bourbon trail from Inez. <laughs> and Nick was just like a little happy, a little warm. I drove. Don't worry, y'all. Um, but yeah, everyone was having a big old time. Um, but yeah, that's Clay. <laughs> that's awesome. I, yeah, I, he, hadn't heard, I hadn't heard that second story. That's did awesome. you know he missed my wedding, he and Jackie? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and they went straight to happy hour because my like – crazy wedding planner wouldn't let him in the building <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i mean that's clay though like that i just would expect nothing less he said he saw me walking down the street into the chapel and that i was beautiful but they wouldn't let me in they wouldn't, they wouldn't let me in i went ahead and started drinking <laughs> so that was great that's awesome yeah oh good times good times okay now into oh yeah okay uh <laughs> I forgot about all this. Yes, yeah, so I left. This is the love story. Ready? I wish Nick was in here because he could help me tell it. <gasps> I see him. Um, I know. Nick, you might have to put your input. Wait, come here. Will you tell them what you thought about me? I'm going to I'm gonna set up what I thought about you, and then you can tell them what you thought about me. Okay. I'm going to bring him in. This is like okay. a guest. 
Sounds like, good. Woo, Nick Hankus, everyone. Okay, come on. Come sit with me. We'll share the mic. So I just told him about how I left for Peace Corps, and um, he wants me to tell our love story because it's his favorite. So left for Peace Corps, needed a summer job. His brother and sister-in-law rented a racetrack concession stand to try to make money. And his sister-in-law is one of my good friends from high school. And so she saw that I was like wanting a job and moving away. And she's like, well, we'll pay you whatever if you want to come on the Saturday evenings and we'll, you can work the concession stand. Mm -hmm. So I did. And I looked, you know, I was like, I need to be in public. I need to look decent, but whatever. And so I show up and Autumn is like telling me how to do all of the concession stand stuff. And okay. Do you know those movies? where like the love interest (laughs) the love interest walks in and like the music starts playing and the wind is blowing through their hair (laughs) and like it's slow motion and it's like this (laughs) and I swear and it might be because I fell in love with him that I remember it like this but I basically remember Brandon walking through the door and then behind him he walks the, in. The, the gleaming, the light in the, the background, kind of like yes. how it is with me and my light right now. Yes. It's like <laughs> the sunlight was peeking in, and so it kind of blocked his face for a moment, and then he, like, turns and looks at me, and I'm like, who, who is who is that? He looks good. How do I not know him? And I was just like, okay. And then so I don't think they introduced us because it wasn't like – or maybe – do you remember if Brandon introduced us? Not immediately. Yeah. Yeah, because the the precursor to me being there was my brother. Well, you've probably seen it, but my brother texted me and said, you know, your future wife is going to be working there tonight, you know? Like, yes. I think that's yeah. all he said. And we had a funny conversation back and forth, but uh, I saw her in there, and I'm pretty sure that he didn't introduce us in, for, for quite a bit because it was, I don't know, it, it's, I don't know if you remember in, like, high school when like you have a crush or something like that and you want to talk to him but you don't know how to talk to him so there's like Mm -hmm. this awkwardness like I'm not sure how to hold the conversation kind of thing yeah what to talk about so it it was like that just trying to find things to and thankfully she has like everything in the world to talk about so you know she has like the most interesting life so it it was easy to easy to have a conversation with her but yeah yeah, it was a while before he introduced us. Uh, two things stick out. So the first thing that sticks out is I know he didn't introduce us because his sister Brooke was working oh, yeah. and I thought they were dating because <laughs> oh. like I was like, oh, he's probably not single. Like maybe that's his girlfriend, like <laughs> whatever. Brooke, Brooke just like looks old for her age. And now that I know they're siblings, yes, they look like siblings. It was my bad, but I just had no idea. And so I was like, dang, I bet he's dating someone. So I was sad, but I still wanted to look real good the next time I went, just in case. Yes, you gotta, and, you gotta play it safe. Yeah, and I remember distinctly him, like, <laughs> one of the things I remember is he was really interested in talking to me. Maybe this was the second night, and he would very slowly pour the chili on the hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> See and that's how it worked, you know. That's <laughs> yeah. that's your soft spot for chili on hot dogs. It really wins her heart. <laughs> that was what did it. I was like, between like the hair flip and the sunlight and the sister brother like 
See, I thought I always thought it was the cheese drizzle on the nachos that I was doing that got her going, but <laughs> no, nah, it was the chili. That, that <laughs> oh, I just, I just like knew almost immediately that I was in trouble. I don't know if you get like, I don't. Well, we talked about him in Peru. Mm-hmm, yeah, I remember like we, driving up to Cincinnati. And you, yeah, and you remember, and you also remember like Kristen and Allison teasing me mercilessly because we hammocked opposite ends. Yeah. Like I wouldn't hammock with him, like both of us laying the same way. Cause I was like, this is platonic. Do not touch me. Um, I'm moving away for two years. Stop. And I told him that he was like, we, he was over. <laughs> this is funny. He, should I tell him this? I'll let you choose about the don't touch me. Oh yeah. That was, I could tell he wanted to hold my hand and I was just like, mm. I basically wrote uh, a memo. Um, professionally and handed it to her saying, do you want to hold my hand? Like, she, was, she said, I got to go to the bathroom. And then she came back and she paused the movie and she said, don't touch me. We have to talk. You I, can't touch me. <laughs> I was like, I was like, cause I mean, you get vibes. Like if someone wants to kiss you or hold your hand. And I was just like, I know what you want. Like you want to hold my hand. You want to be my boyfriend, but we, we can't watching, do this. It no, watching? it was The Glass Castle, one of my oh, favorite yeah, movies of all times. It's a very serious movie. It's no time beautiful. to be holding hands. No, but like the, my mom's cat was like all over him. And I could just see him like wanting to remove her so that he could like snuggle oh, no, in. Oh, no, no, no. She was my wingman. She kept sitting right in between us. So I was like, maybe if I like. Tend to pet. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> Slowly, you know. And so um everything moved really quickly. Well let's let's back up for a second. Oh, okay, okay. Second. Tell us. When we were in the concession stand, when my brother said that we were, you know, my future wife is gonna be there, obviously I didn't take it very serious. But when I met her I was like, Oh crap, like she's she's really cool. And so I decided that night it was like midnight, I had oh, to yeah. go on Facebook <laughs> and I was like, Well let's see you know, I'll play the Facebook game and see if I can message her that way. And she, or no, she added, added me. You. She added me on Ooh. Facebook at night, and I was like, "Oh, you know, the chili worked." You know, so. <laughs> 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 and I was like, "Oh man!" And I remember the next day, me and my brother went kayaking, and we were like an hour into it, and we started. He started talking to me, and he was asking about Haley and everything, and I was like, "Man." I was like, she added me on Facebook last night. Like, I'm on top of the world. And he said, oh, he said, she added me too. And I'm like, oh, "Oh." so she's just adding us. I thought it was like a sign, you know? No, she just added us. But little did he know. He sent the sweetest message, and I was giddy. He said, like, I'm going to paraphrase. You could tell me if I'm off base. He said, you are an inspiration to millions and I'm really happy I met you and we're going to get married one day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that's exactly how it went. He really just said, it was really nice to meet you. It's cool what you're doing. Peace out. (laughs) And I was like, thanks. It's really nice to meet you too. Dot, dot, dot. Like waiting for the waiting for the date invites oh and then I was like the one who I was like it's kind of ironic because I was like I'm leaving don't love me but then I was like here's my phone number here's my social security like give me a call like let's go out on a date here's Here's my debit card (laughs) (laughs) oh I forget you can't hear Logan I'm so sorry oh no it's okay I I can kind of (laughs) understand where the conversation is 
I'm just like, like I, I was kind of wondering if he could hear because he was no. doing so well with like following. It's because we have chemistry. He just yes, knows to follow that, what I'm doing. That's what it is. I just nod my head. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it usually, usually works. Um, he's the love of my life. And um, it was just the funniest love story. But also then we like bought a house, got engaged. In like well, four days. Yeah, it was like three <laughs> hours. Like over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. It's like, do you love me? Yes or no? All right, we're doing this. Yep. Um, like instead of writing on a little notebook piece of paper yeah. and passing it through class, I wrote it on a deed to a house. Right. And, <laughs> it. <laughs> and so far, That's it's been it. the best decision. Mm-hmm. Maybe besides getting Bonnie, our English bulldog was like the best decision of both of our lives. Like combined. Who's still asleep? No, no, no. She's, oh, she's chewing up. on a plastic bone loudly. <laughs> not loud. Not too loud because I don't hear it. That's good. That's good. Yeah, she likes snot, like snots and snores. She's like, a hundred percent of the time. I can't believe you can't hear her. <laughs> She's the cutest. I wish people at home could see her. Maybe you should yeah. post instead of like my picture. You should post her picture. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> like on the podcast, Haley Hinkis. We also <laughs> talked about our last name. How people call us Hinkies. Oh yeah, I get everything. <laughs> it's Hanks, Hanky, Hanks. they like drop letters. Hanky. Like the house is silent. Does that even, does it look French? Like how does, Hankus. Yeah, Hanks, Hanky. I don't know. Mr. Hanky was like the popular one during high school. Oh, uh, I, I got corrected uh, by my great uncle. I've only met him once. He lives in like Australia or something. We had, He came to Pennsylvania. We had like a family reunion a long time ago. Well, I guess it's probably been 10 years ago and uh we were talking about whatever and the last name came up and I always say Hankus like H-A-N-K-U-S Hankus Hankus that's how I have always said it and he corrected me real fast real real fast it's Hinkus and he was very offended right I've been saying it right Hinkus I don't even know anymore (laughs) it's like Hink or Hanker I don't know it's something all these names just kind of get all mixed up. It could be Pooderex, so we're we're doing okay. <laughs> doing pretty good. <laughs> I can't believe those students called me that. Oh, like that's po- so funny. They they're so mean. Kids are so mean. But anyway, kids are mean. This is my husband. Everyone, applaud for Nick. That was our love story. Love you. Love you too. I'm gonna go back upstairs. Yeah. Bye. Bye. This is this is our show. See ya. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> I was like, this is my Logan show and you were stealing the thunder because you're so charming. (laughs) Stop. He's making me, he's so cute. Um, I'm glad that we could share that with you all. Uh, Um, Yeah, that was great. What's really funny though, is I didn't know about that text message until probably like well into our relationship, like probably after we got engaged. I think Nick kind of forgot about it, to be honest. And then Brandon sent it to him like after we got engaged at some point and was like, ha ha ha. And I died when I read it because it was literally like your future wife is working tonight. And Nick was like, okay, I'll look later. I'm like eating cereal. (laughs) (laughs) So he was super concerned. LOL. Okay, sure. Meanwhile, I'm like cutting out his picture and like putting it on like bride and groom pictures like I won't let him hammock with me but like I already have our whole wedding and life plan so (laughs) it's fine 
Yeah. Anyway, have I just like yapped your ear off? You're going to have to edit some of this off. That's what this is for. That's, cool. that's what it's for. But uh, that, I guess that pretty much catches us up to speed. That's my uh, life. If you have anything, do you have anything else you'd like to share? Man, I could just share. Stories? I could just share and share, but I won't. I'll say that I miss Inez, but I'm excited to be back in Princeton where I went to school mm-hmm. and I'm teaching there now. And um, I do feel like it's kind of the right fit and I'm happy to be closer to my family. And, um, but you know what? Like, I'll always love y'all. That was like the greatest three years. The best friends I tell, oh, I hope some of my other friends don't listen to this, but I asked Nick which of my like friend groups he liked the most or like which of my friends he liked. He's like, yeah, all those Kentucky people. I was like, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, because we're the best. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And so he loves y'all too, so, which is great. So what do you teach at your new school? English non, same as okay. uh, cool. Kentucky. Yeah. Cool. And I've, I've been meeting students all week and been wearing like my big old face shield today. I tried to feed myself through the face shield. I forgot it was uh, on. See, and I'm, I was like, <laughs> I've tried to drink water with my mask on before. and I'm like, Ugh. sorry. Yeah, this is awkward. Um, but yeah. Have you listened to that podcast I recommended? Which my, one? My favorite murder. Oh, uh, no, I haven't. Uh, I need to. They're do wild. Any, uh, do you have any episodes that you recommend? Uh, Are there any new I mean, ones that I can find pretty well, easy? Well, they're like, so I'm on episode 16, but they have 290. Like I started they have, like, back. Series. Yeah. And they have like seasons and they have, um, I think though that they're the kind of people in podcasts you can just hop right in at any point, Okay, but you would, you need to listen to them because they're wildly funny, Okay, but, cool. but they're like really cussy and really, well, just, like, that makes me think of uh, small town murder. Have you heard, have you listened to that one? No, you need to check that one out. They have, uh, they have some, close to you i may be wrong but mm-hmm. west virginia virginia area um that you need to check out uh, yeah well i'll definitely do that and then um one of these days i need to tell you about my great grandmother getting shot and killed that that'll okay. be a whole nother podcast well next time i get you on uh the podcast we'll we'll go through that i'll tell you about the book i'm gonna write yeah I have lots of stories, but sure. it's always really good talking to you. And I'm yes, you thank you so again. much for being on the show. Of course. And I hope that, um, we'll get together soon. Maybe when yeah. this, if this pandemic goes away. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. But thank you for having me. Yes. Thanks. Thanks. It's been uh, awesome getting to catch up and hear more about you than, than I knew before. So yeah, and, you'll learn something new every day. That's right. Well, uh, if that's it, uh, then I'll let you go. Okay. Bye.